Welcome. Well, she's already have my microphone plugged in. I'm a fucking ding bad. <laughs> Jesus Christ Almighty. This is the cold open. I I'm was looking for. Okay, right you know, <laughs> this when you weird. say it, it doesn't make it work anymore. No, it does. I, I'm here. We to both just know I was gonna do that because I'm good at producing. It. But no, like, I know that you're gonna do it. But like, this also should make it in being completely self-referential about our cold open. Yeah, I know. Self-referential stuff can only be take you so far. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Marvel Cinematic University, the show where we talk about everything in the MCU and then added it Ursity onto the end of it. I'm one of your hosts, Jay Christie, joined as always by Anthony Canton the third. Anthony, how are you? Yo, what's up? What's up, y'all? It's gonna be a fun night tonight. Yes. And Jerome Chang. Jerome, how are you? I'm doing great. I see you got the cores going. I do. I got core seltzer. Um, it's okay. Uh, and also <laughs> joining us, as she has been joining us for the last few WandaVision episodes, you know. The number one Monica Rambo stand in the world. She's coming live from the uh, Charles Xavier's mansion's basement, and she's got all the best takes. Stephanie Williams, Steph, how are you? I'm doing fine. Should have grabbed some wine had I known that this is going to be like a, you know. Oh, sorry. Honestly, I just, it's a bad habit I picked up from doing the Monk podcast with Andre that we mm. both, you know, he started having a little whiskey during it. And then I started having a little drink during it. And, you know, it's just, it, you get, it's very, it's a very slippery slope where you're just like, man, I'm podcasting. I should probably get something to drink. I'm, I'm, <laughs> saving, the, I'm saving the alcohol no, no for the Snyder stuff dog. when we get there. Once we get yes. it off. Yes. Well, yes. I mean, I mean, this is okay. I'm having one hard seltzer. That's hardly Snyder. I'm I, when, by the time the Welcome pod starts, to I'm going to be five in. Intervention with Jake yes. Christie. Jake, oh, God. we need to talk about your seltzer. Nah, man. But just one last thing before we actually start. If you do enjoy people podcasting drunk, when Andre and I did do the episode entitled Mr. Monk Gets Drunk, we got legit like shit faced before we started recording. And it was great. That's the only way to do it. It's the only way to do it. You got to do method. Anyway, speaking of method, everyone in Westview's acting method. We're talking. <laughs> of course about wandavision episode five a very it's a very special episode um and you know it was just once again the motif spot on i want to start with that before we talk about the recap um ac jerome steph you're all older than me so you probably definitely have a better sense of 80 sitcoms how did it feel to see that we're like i feel like this is the first era where you knew about it contemporarily you know how did it feel to have your childhoods reflected on screen steph go first um I was like, wow, Full House. Cause, and I didn't realize that Full House had been one like before I was born. I was like, oh, my bad. But syndication. Um, but anyway, I was like, yeah, Full House. I get it because she's sisters with Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen. So kudos to y'all for mm -hmm. grabbing the low, lowest hanging fruit, but doing mm -hmm. a really great job at doing it. Yeah, it's fruit nonetheless. AC? No, um, I thought it was really cool. And yeah, to the Full House point, my wife actually noticed it before I did. So she called, she pointed it out to me and I was like, oh, oh yeah, that's right. That's right. I didn't realize that. And um, of course, family ties, uh, okay. stuff like that. The, nah, that, that opening, that opening montage with the mm -hmm. painting and, and the vi baby vision pictures, oh. that, that's just, that's just killer, man. That was mm -hmm. really cool. Really enjoyed yeah. it. Yeah. Um, Jerome? Yeah. Uh, I was actually leaning family ties, uh, some growing pains in there. A little bit of like who's the boss i like the it's the music right the music mm -hmm. and how they nailed that there and just to ac's point about how they uh go about the opening um definitely the 
showing the younger versions of every person mm-hmm. growing up into the family is very key uh, for those kind of things, um, which is like, I think very like late 80s, early 90s mm-hmm. uh, family sitcom. And uh, I mean, anything to get us baby vision, right? Oh my God. The photo where someone photoshopped a dashiki on him was honestly incredible. I don't know if you saw that, Izzy. Yeah, no, that was great. Like, that was. <laughs> um, put the red eyes. And, <laughs> that was the only thing missing. <laughs> and yeah, I feel like I think they nailed it. And I think it is kind of funny how, like, um, especially with like the opening and stuff, how much. Um, I don't know if this is intentional because obviously there's going in chronological order, but I feel like so much of the 80s sitcoms were like I'm trying to think way to say this without sounding like super political, but like the the like sanctimoniousness and the sentimentality of them was like so artificial and fake. It always was, but I feel like even by the 80s, it was like you know, the Beastie Boys were on the top of the charts. Things weren't as picture perfect. You know, I don't know why I use the Beastie Boys as an example. I'm trying to think of, you know, I mean, like, it's like things just were so clearly not as wonderful and perfect and together as they were in 80s sitcoms. And like the opening song too is so cheesy and sentimental in a way that like is so different from what for one was happening in the 80s and two was happening in in Wanda's life. And I think it's almost like, the obviously the less grip she has on everything that's going on, the harder she has to grab it. And so, you know, it's this is so dripping with sentimentality and, you know, um, anyway. I mean, you can just look at the title of it. Mm-hmm. Um, a very special episode. Like mm-hmm. this is the era and the decade that they're starting to do this, right? They're pulling a yes. little bit away and they have the more serious topics that are coming through, which fit perfectly for the arc that we're going through where uh, the serious topic is really uh, vision starting to become more self-aware. Yes. Um, anyone have, before we get to the recap, anyone have a favorite, very special episode from an 80s sitcom they want to talk about? Um, I'm going to lean Saved by the Bell, Jesse Spano's. I, uh, that was addition. mine too. Yeah. 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 I know that that's a that's a big enough one where I'm familiar with it. The other yeah. one that I know about culturally is the one where, where does it, Carlton gets on speed? Um, yeah, that happen. Yeah, yeah, we'll that get happens. shot. I mean, like, that's another yeah. episode oh, we'll get of shot, Fresh yeah. Prince. Yeah, yeah that's another lot. one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm very like glad they don't do that anymore. Special Fresh Prince. Episode. I'm gonna be honest, I'm really glad that they don't do that anymore. Um, I don't know if it's good for America, but like, I'm really glad that I'm not watching, you know, a good sitcom. And it's like, wait, is this episode not funny and just about how one character has a serious <laughs> drug problem for 30 minutes? <laughs> And then the next episode, they don't mention it ever again. It's never like, remember that week where you were on speed? Like, that would be a thing that if I got addicted to speed in high school, everyone would talk about that for the rest of the time. Oh, that's right. Boy Meets World did one, did a good one too. But yes. I mean, I know that I was, was in the 90s, break. but um, yeah, they had a couple of those that were pretty good. Uh, uh, Sean, Sean was always in trouble. I was going to say, if we're going to go Boy Meets World, I'm going to go where Sean joins a cult. Oh my God. <laughs> I forgot about that. Oh my God. What a show. <laughs> uh, but uh, Jake. To your point about them not doing that anymore, um, that's because Tyler Perry does it every yeah. single episode. So that's I, I, where they, all those can I are. ask a very important question then? I, and I mean this sincerely, this is not a joke. Who's doing it for white people? <laughs> like I, I now that I don't know. I mean, I think that you know the thing is, I think there's a lot of Christian programming that I'm just not familiar with, and they're probably doing it on Last Man Standing. But anyway, um, like Hallmark movies, maybe. Too <laughs> you know what? They no, Hallmark movies aren't, aren't they very preachy. Just overly, yeah, exactly. I don't know. Um, anyway, um, uh, if you know, let us know. World, Corey Matthews, hella trash. Just 
Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I, like, anytime we mention that, like, yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, ret- retcon Topanga, like, <laughs> not since Scarlet Witch lost her accent was I so upset by such a switch in character. <laughs> Man. Drum, I don't get that reference, but judging by the fact that Steph and AC are on the verge of collapsing from laughter, it's very funny, I'm assuming. <laughs> apparently, apparently so. I'll take it. Oh, man. All right. So, um... <laughs> So this is, you know, we're just going to go through the episode. I just want to shout out. It actually doesn't say what the user's name is, but because I would, when I was on IMDb earlier, I saw that they have a full synopsis and I'm like, oh, I'm not going to take notes then. So I'm just going to be working off the IMDb synopsis, just, you know, picking stuff. So if you wrote it, let us know. I want to say thank you to you. Anyway, um, the episode starts off and uh, WandaVision are trying to get Tommy and Billy, their two newborn sons, to go to sleep. Um, and I was wondering for the two parents on the podcast, did that give you like heart palpitations hearing the babies crying and not going to sleep? PTSD. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> See, my son, you know, the funny thing is my son wasn't that bad, like initially, but though there were those times where it's like, whoo, oh my goodness. All right. Take a chill pill, bro. <laughs> my son at one point, I was just like, wow. So I'm going to leave you in the living room and you're, uh, your rocking thing and i'm gonna step to the bedroom for five minutes and he continued to yell so there we go and i think he was like three months old um what a terrible 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 thing because you can't do anything like they they yeah. you change your diaper um you feed them you give them their binky uh you make funny faces you do all this stuff and it just doesn't matter and then mm-hmm. an hour later you find out it's gas it's yeah. always gas that's the thing and, I, and, and the thing is and honestly i feel like even as an adult sometimes you're in a bad mood I was about to an say hour that. later that's you're like honestly right it was gas yeah. that uh, and i'll say this and let it go this is a bit this is like a, a bit much for the first like 10 minutes of the podcast but you, there's times where you're just like well you have you get done with it and you're like oh my god my whole day is looking up anyway listen it happens anyway so they so uh vision gets their binkies um before oh, sorry first wanda tries to manipulate her own children with her magic to make them go to sleep but they don't which is strange interesting it's it similar- a running theme throughout the uh, throughout the episode for sure it's almost like things that she subconsciously manifests are she's unable to control i don't know mm. But then Vision gets binky, their binkies, and there's a great shot, which was, I think it was in like the trailers, where there's chewing on the binkies and they both split them up in unison, way too high. Um, and then knock, 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 knock. There's a knock at the door, and there is Agnes, and probably my favorite outfit, like sitcom outfit in the show, where she is dressed oh, for jazzer size, and it is spot on. It's perfect. Ralph is it's, a very yeah. lucky man. Uh, yes. Agnes is, oh, yeah, listen. Let me tell you. I mean, yeah, but he he would be lucky if he was getting any of this. Um, <laughs> Yo, her over the topness is amazing. It's so great. It's so yeah. good. And the thing that I just want to say, it really kind of sucks that this type of show won't probably get awards consideration because she absolutely should be nominated for best supporting actress in a in a miniseries. Like it's not even. I mean, Elizabeth Olsen should also be nominated for best supporting actress in a miniseries. But you know, damn well that's going to go to like some British actress who's in her nineties who's in a sh- show on the BBC based on a book that no one's ever heard of. So like that's fine. But Catherine Hahn definitely should. Anyway, that she offers to help the babies go to sleep, and Vision's kind of worried that they might she might actually hurt them, and then. She pauses and she looks at Wanda and says, well, do you want me to take it from the top? 
Oh. And I, this moment's great. Steph, what, what makes this moment so perfect? If you're assuming you think it's perfect. I was like, wow. So now we're just breaking, we're not even breaking the fourth wall. We're, mm -hmm. I don't know. It's like this, like we're watching, we're the audience, we're mm -hmm. um, on set. And mm -hmm. then it's just these actors breaking mm -hmm. because someone can't remember their line. Yeah. Yeah. And it just upped the creep factor because I'm just like, I don't know, like the way that Wanda is controlling things, mm -hmm. it just made it even creepier and it's going to get more creepy as we go. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, the thing about me, and I, I'll let you guys respond after this. I think the thing that made it creepy for me is it was how like, obviously I think that's going to turn where Agnes is somehow a bad guy, but she was like afraid, like scared that it was going to be a mean director. Yeah. And I think that's like, and, and also like, I believe that like in this synopsis I'm reading, it says Vision and Wanda don't know what's going on, but I think that that's not true. I think Wanda knows exactly what's going on. And she's pretending she doesn't. Totally. Or, you know, it's funny that you say that, like I was thinking about it too. And you have to wonder, yeah, Wanda knows what's going on seemingly most of the time. Mm -hmm. But as we get to later in the episode, it seems like not completely all of the time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then, so like, Wanda kind of just like, you know, oh, just go ahead. And she just gets right back into it. And um, Vision pulls Wanda aside and basically is like, did you just see that? And Wanda is like, what are you talking about? I didn't see anything. Which, I mean, I do like that. I like a couple of things about this. One, someone on Twitter pointed out that Vision looks like, is styled exactly like Dick Cavett. And I think that that's spot on comparison and it's great. Um, and two, uh, I think that it's, I, I do like that because it was kind of unclear how much Vision did and didn't know. I like how clear, I, I like he's not in on it. And I think that that's interesting. What did you think of this conversation, AC? Well, I mean, it's funny because it's like you think of it in terms of your own experiences. So like there are times with with my own wife and, and later there's like more of this like that just like plays mm -hmm. back in my mind as certain things happen. It's like, mm -hmm. you know, you've seen some messed up and something's weird or something's happening. And then there's just like this really non-verbal, there's, no, there's like this, you know, flipping, oh, no, it's okay. It's all right. And I'm just like, huh? Are you serious? Is this, this, is, not, this is not a conversation that we're having right now. You don't, you don't get it. You don't understand. Mm -hmm. So I, I thought that was really uh, visions of Paul Bettany's emotions mm -hmm. um, in this episode, this scene included, were just top-notch and yeah. so good because it, it, it reflected um, on what a lot of people in relationships, especially people who are married, feel like when sometimes their partner does something that makes you feel like, like or I think more specifically, even weird. in a situation where like your partner's like friend or something comes over and does something weird, and they're like, "No, she's fine. Oh, she did too." Because it's that like, because it's one thing if your partner's doing something weird, where you can confront right. them directly. But if you're like, "Did no I just point. see your friend steal fifty dollars off our dresser?" It's like, "No, yeah. what are you talking yeah. about?" Yeah. And it's weird how people sometimes will stick up for their own, mm -hmm. for their own, their, for their friends, as opposed to listening to like, you know, the person that you're living well, with. Well, it's because they know that the person to. that they're with is going to stay married to them. And they're afraid that the friend is, That's, a, yeah. More, is yeah. Anyway, I know you know that, but this is, yeah. you know, I think it's a very interesting bit. <laughs> and uh, as this is happening, you know, a woman after my own heart, uh, Agnes is looking for the dark liquor. Um, and she, for apparently for the babies though, not for her. Um, cause that was, I mean, I don't know if they're still doing the eighties, but that definitely was the thing they did back in the day that they'd put a little whiskey in your mouth to make you stop crying, which is really bad. Um, man, we really didn't understand, know how to do this whole humanity thing until like 1992. Um, 
Do we do we now? No, no, <laughs> but I yeah, it's true. Yeah, you're right. But also I we don't give our babies liquor anymore. So I think that I small think victory. Fair point. Still giving their babies That's liquor. That's true. <laughs> I guess the, yeah. I think the difference the is that now it's not popular enough where you can't do it on TV. Like back in the day, we'd be like, oh, God, sure, of course, sure. give your baby yeah. liquor. Um, yeah, I don't think I was giving liquor as a Tyler child. Tyler Perry is probably doing it. Who is? Tyler Perry. Uh, that, I mean, I, I, no comment. If AC has a rebuttal, I'll let him go. But if not, we're listen, moving on. Man, listen, she's just, she's just speaking facts. Yeah. Big um, facts. So uh, the twins suddenly stop crying. Uh, it's quiet, too quiet, someone might say. And wouldn't you know it, they're not in the cribs. They're on the barrister? Bannister. Uh, they're not a judge in Britain. They're on the banister, and they are now five years old. And uh, Agnes is just, she's now drinking the dark liquor. And she's completely like, oh, no one can control children, which is very strange. I think that that's a very interesting moment because that's the first time where it's clear that the people of us who are either so much under her spell or there's something going on with Agnes, like, cause most of the time all the weird stuff happens off screen. But anyway, uh, yeah. What did you think Jerome when you saw this? Cause I obviously, I don't know about you. I didn't see the episode going this way. Um, yeah, no, like all the, like everything is starting to break a bit, but we already saw a hint of it. Um, basically as far back as when Geraldine gets kicked out of Westview, right? Yeah. Like when they're standing on the side and mm -hmm. um, are clearly like either waiting for their moment or they're just noticing something is off. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, this is uh, like, I, I really like that line too about the can't control children. And it happens a couple of times throughout the episode where an extra or just a secondary character makes a comment that is both a very cliched sitcom line mm -hmm. slash telling Wanda directly what is happening to her or what is she like not in control mm -hmm. of so uh in that scene there it's like it's this thing where when agnes is saying it you do ask yourself how does she actually mean that yeah and so um but like she plays it so well mm -hmm. uh shadow Catherine han like that you, you really can't tell directly what's happening and i think um i mean like we've all seen the like trailers from the very beginning like there is going to be a moment where vision approaches agnes in a car and seemingly like completely mm -hmm. uh unlocks her brain there um that when you're not at that moment yet mm -hmm. uh, you're really not sure if she's like truman show figuring it out or she's just in the moment yeah yeah mm -hmm. so uh we then cut to outside of um Outside of the uh, the anomaly where Monica is being inspected because she obviously just came out of the anomaly. And she says that she felt hopelessness and a profound sense of grief. Mm. Um, and, you know, and apparently, and I know you got really excited for this, Steph, when they're doing a scan of her, does, uh, they, obviously, I mean, you, you know better than I, but the scan comes out perfectly fine and they can see everything and everything's normal, right, Steph? No, it's not. Because you can't see anything. This is just pure light, which means someone probably, I'm saying it, someone got their powers. I'm calling oh, yeah. it Big the market, whatever you want to do. But those powers were gotten. So my <laughs> theory was right. My I mean, I, I definitely was watching that and I was definitely thinking to you, um, yeah, that there's something that doesn't come up. And, uh, but she's very dismissive of it. Which is honestly strange for someone who knew someone else who got powers accidentally, but that's fine. Um, right. <laughs> uh, and there's a meeting in ten, and 
um, at the meeting, Hayward, uh, total stooge, mm-hmm. basically is like, Wanda's not the victim, Victim, she's a victimizer. And then Jimmy, Jimmy Woo, Bless just recounts, Woo. basically just gives a little synopsis of Wanda's time in the MCU, um, like a Wikipedia page. Um, uh, how did you appreciate this? You know, AC, as someone who spends a lot of time on this podcast recapping stuff in the MCU, that he did your, your job for you. No, that was cool because it's like one of those things that this is, again, for the casual fans where, you know, there are a lot of people who are like, I really enjoy this, but um, I don't know what's going on. And obviously in episode four, we kind of got the, you know, some of the explanation and stuff. And this is just a continuation of that. And it's just like context, providing context for Wanda and what she's done to this point, which also Monica does um, in a different way, giving the nuance that your man Tyler purposely mm-hmm. uh is not doing and i say yeah. purposely because you can't trust that dude at all he up to no good more on that later i appreciate that i uh yeah i definitely don't trust him um and i think i do like about the recap too is that i like the fact what it obviously is for the casuals to keep them updated but i also think it's honestly i think it's good storytelling too because even if you saw all the movies as they came out you'd be forgiven mm-hmm. if you forgot the origin story um, and also that I like that it shows that the human everyday characters in the Marvel world know as much like that the, the biographies are like as important to them too. Like it's it that, that Jimmy Woo clearly has studied, you know, the Avengers a lot and knows all their ins and outs. I like how he's like, you know, she and Tyler's like, uh, did she first, her first encounter was she attacked the Avengers. Yes, but she quickly gained their trust and joined them. <laughs> like I just like the way that he's clearly, he's clearly a fan. It's also the civil war of it all, right? Mm-hmm. Like she's mm-hmm. the center of it. Like the debate on her has never been resolved and it's still not resolved at this point. And sure. everything that's going around currently is mm-hmm. not helping her cause. So no. Um everything so like I, I think you forget that because because Infinity War and Endgame happens. Like mm-hmm. where we leave off Wanda, she's a fugitive. Mm-hmm. And, and she's not the fugitive though, because the person who killed her spouse is Thanos and he has two arms. So right, she's yeah, not yeah. the fugitive. Um, worked my guy, Richard Kimball. Anyway, uh, so um, basically Hayward's talking about like what to do. And he refers to uh, Wanda as a terrorist. And Monica disagrees because she's like, I don't think this is premeditated. And also I think that she doesn't say too, was like terrorism has to have some sort of ideological end to it. So like, and I don't think Wanda's trying to repeal the Sokovia Accords. Uh, anything like that um but we do learn uh, something that i think we're all wondering about is that uh there's a little break-in at the sword factory factory the sword facility uh nine days ago and steph you look excited so you can take the what what, what happened at the sword facility so someone was reading their comics because this happens in issue one of vision and the scarlet witch um and it starts with wanda breaking into um well, it's not sword now. I don't know what facility it is, but she breaks in and she takes Vision out, up out of there. He's alive in that one. He's dead in this one. But anyway, she gets him out. And now we know that there is a lifeless corpse of Vision uh, like parading about um, her little playland. But well, is I'm he lifeless? Sure she's reanimated. Question. Yeah. No, I think she's reanimated him, yeah. and because the Mind Stone has the same properties as mm-hmm. the stone that she was exposed to, like she's able to either mimic that or reproduce yeah. it. Yeah. 
Um, yeah. So yeah, that answers I the question. Do, I do want to. Yeah, of course, yeah I do want to. I, I do want to point out that um, that this is also a nod, as Steph said, um, to the Vision and the Scarlet Witch one. It's also a nod to Vision Quest, which is another, yeah. which is another part of uh, uh, West Coast Avengers, uh, which is something that I started reading. And it basically is one day Wanda wakes up and Vision is gone. And basically it's like, I think seven or eight issues where his body parts are like scattered across like all over the place. And then by the time that they, you know, they find him eventually he's mind wiped and uh, he's a, he has a different body. So this is kind of like, you know, makes you wonder like how far are they going with this in terms of uh, what kind of story are they trying to tell here? And uh, we've obviously seen that Vision has the memory issue, so. Yes, uh, not great. Um, and uh, Darcy asked a good, good question. Well, I really do like it. They, they have these characters serve a purpose of kind of asking the questions that the audience is asking of what will happen if Vision learns what's actually going on. And that is, of course, the question for the rest of the episode and probably the next episode and the rest of the show. So back in the sitcom, a uh, great sitcom bit where Tommy and Billy have a dog in the sink and they're trying to pretend like it's not there. Oh, wait, Jake. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry, well, not to interrupt, but no, we of course. missed something that was really interrupt. important. Um, and that is uh, Monica and Captain Marvel. Did I miss that? I thought I missed that. I thought that was later. Is that later or is that happening? I think it's later, yeah. I think, yeah, they just in the, in the setting, episode. The setting where it is, it's in a different Oh, room. yeah, you're right. I'm yeah. sorry. I just like, so, I, just, I was just watching it. Talk about that. No worries. Can't skip no. Over that. Yeah. no worries. No worries. Before you get back to the recap, Jake, I do want to point out, and Steph wrote about this in a in a column mm -hmm. that she did um, about Monica sticking up for Wanda. And um, that was a good job by the writers there because it would have been easy mm -hmm. to just paint Wanda as a villain throughout. Mm -hmm. There was some nuance done there that this also goes to show you that they have a woman showrunner so and and uh, and uh, and also it helps that she the first thing she noticed about the being mind controlled was the grief right. what yeah. is monica trying to repress right now in her own life right. you know that's and part in, of it in fairness it's like it's less a hero villain situation here it's just that monica is using like straight up logic like the way they are painting wanda is inaccurate that's so, true, but also I I don't I don't think you should be like Tyler Hayward. However, I would forgive someone if it's like that this whole town can't contact their families, they can't go anywhere, and they're being mind controlled. That is like that is some pretty villain no, no, no. stuff to do. Like right, right, right. But I'm just saying, like in the sense of like Monica, like when she comes to the defense, it's not mm -hmm. on a like oh she's doing the right thing or doing exactly like that. right. It's, it's really true. just more like the way you are interpreting what she's doing right now is flat out wrong exactly and to me right. like that's even stronger than some yeah. sort of like righteous like mm -hmm. no exactly. wanda's a good person yeah. and like she's done all these kind of things it's yeah. more just like if we're going to measure what she, or break down what she is let's do it the mm -hmm. correct way exactly and so back into the sitcom they're hiding the fact that you found a dog outside and Wanda notices that the dog has no collar, so they the twins ask they can keep it, um, and she you know very quickly melts for this dog. I mean it's a cute dog, can't blame her. Um, and uh, then Vision comes in, and Vision suspiciously not even though he's inside, he's in his human cloak, and he says it's because he has a feeling that someone might come over with just what they need. And when you know what, there's a knock on the door. And this is, I like this bit because I like that this is the straw that breaks Camel's back for him because this is such an absurd thing for her just to have because she brings in a full-on doghouse um, because apparently she saw that they had a pooch through the window. 
Um, yeah, definitely. Uh, Not so subtle. <laughs> no. And uh, they they call it Sparky because it accidentally hits an electrical plug. I'm assuming that was the name of their dog in the comics. Yeah, mm-hmm. in the Tom King Vision Run, they had a uh, synthesoid dog uh, named Sparky. Yeah. Um, and it's important here that when Wanda makes a collar for Sparky, she does it right in full view of Agnes because she's, uh, you know, she's, Jerome, she's tired of hiding. Right, exactly. And, um, and yeah, I think it's just like that mix of like Wanda already always knowing that she had control of the situation, mm-hmm. but just like not wanting to answer for it. And that's kind of like that. Like, that's the interesting end for me when you look at her conversation with Vision Mm -hmm. and me kind of asking the question to myself, how much was Vision in on this from the very start? Because, Mm -hmm. like, when you think about those early episodes, um, it is a ruse that they're trying to play against the rest of the Mm -hmm. town. But, and, like, we're getting ahead here, but it's pretty clear that for a while now, Vision is aware that they are jumping. Like, Mm -hmm. they're the kids are growing at a certain rate, like mm-hmm. all that stuff is unraveling in mm-hmm. front of him. And it's not necessarily in a way that he is discovering that it's happening, but that he is kind of aware, but it's almost like Wanda is changing the rules now in terms of saying like, no, but it's okay that everyone else is starting to know about it. And mm-hmm. now that's kind of messing with him more yeah. so than like, they're like, we're stuck in a sitcom situation. Yeah. Like his whole thing is just like this very, like his confusion is so different from everyone else in the town. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's important in this conversation is that one of his big concerns is not so much that, well, it is that she's on such short powers, but that they're not seeing eye to eye anymore. That like, if for the first time they don't have the same philosophies and stuff, because um, they obviously both get the power from the Mind Stone. Uh, what the sexual politics of that, does that make them related? Another pod. But, um, <laughs> I, okay. No, no, I mean, it's no one, you, I can't be the one who's thought about that. Um, and I did not. <laughs> oh, okay. Jerome, have you? <laughs> this whole time, and like I actually watched Ultron recently again. I was like, oh, they're of the same mind. So. Mm. Yeah, it's not great. Um, yeah. Anyway, are. it's. I mean, it's okay. Um, <laughs> and so uh, basically they decide that the boys won't be mature enough to have a dog until they're 10. And in a scene, which I think is on purpose, kind of like, not kind of, legitimately off-putting to watch, the boys then, like, morph into 10-year-olds. It's messed um, up. Yeah, it looks really weird. I like the way it's shot because it's shot clearly supposed, it's played in the sitcom like a joke, but the effect is unsettling in a way. It's very much of its time, though, right? Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, if there's a magical scene, like, the yeah. morph is not, like, in the kind of way that you would see now where, like, it's a CGI-done work, but it's, like, this kind of weird like half just a dissolve into a new scene but kind of trying to warp it into it which is very of um yeah like very much of this time like if you think about kind of similarly like the way christopher reeves would fly in superman it does not look natural but like it just the effects levels are kind of like on that level yes and of course agnes even though they grow right in front of her doesn't seem to notice um and speaking of things i noticed i just noticed that someone entered the waiting room and uh yes as i just alluded to we have another guest joining us uh you know him from his new podcast it's still jenkins and jones that's the word it's called jenkins and jones boy we ain't selling out no they're not selling out you know him on twitter <laughs> at dragonfly jones with a z i truly one of the biggest legends on twitter i mean if you're not following him then you don't have a pulse uh Hail, dragonfly absolutely. jones tyler how are you i'm good man i'm good i appreciate y'all having me on man yeah um so we're in the middle of the recap 
Um, but we can take a little pause. So I just want to mm-hmm. know what your thoughts have been about WandaVision generally. And like, how did you come to the series? Um, I'm, I'm a fucking comic book nerd. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like I grew up with that shit. You know what I mean? So, so anything that, that MCU does, I'm all in, you know, fuck whatever Fox studios was doing with X-Men, but anything that the MCU <laughs> does, I'm all in, you know what I mean? So, you know, I, I understood the complaints, you know, with, 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 you know, the first few episodes and I, we all knew that this was going to be a slow burn and all, mm-hmm. but these last few episodes, man, yeah, they've been something like, yeah. like my biggest takeaway from the last episode is Wanda is a bad motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Like when she came out that, when she came out the hex. As We're we going to get to there. We're not there yet. Okay, so we'll, okay. we'll talk about that when we get to it. That's fine. I, I, obviously everyone's already watched the episode. We're not spoiling anything, but yeah. Uh, we'll I get to like that. Tyler we'll coming on uh, for this, like shitting on Fox, because like this is the episode where we take the one good thing out of Fox and right, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and so as we were talking about, uh, we then cut back to the sword encampment, and you know this is where we get the great shot of Jimmy getting the three cups of coffee, which I appreciate because obviously Darcy wants coffee in the episode. In, in the other episode, joy on his face. I, he just loves he, going to work, and, I, and the thing is, there are not friends. enough people. There are not enough people in this world to enjoy what they do, and I really appreciate that he does. Um, even though he's technically a federal agent, but anyway, uh, <laughs> so basically Mo- Monica's trying to figure out a way to get in and she's like saying like a bunker made out of all these different metals and stuff. And you know, it seems really impractical. Um, but, uh, they're talking about how, uh, whether or not the things that are, because basically Darcy's saying that everything that's going on is just being manipulated in people's minds by Wanda, but Monica points out, and um, Steph, I want to know what the comics, like, you know, backstory for this is, that she's not just manipulating people's minds. She's actually manipulating the things themselves. And that reality. if that's the case, it means that she's incredibly powerful. More powerful than yeah, that's Yeah, that's facts. Um, that's, that's totally true. Um, because that's what she can do is way more than just, you know, changing perceptions, as we were led to believe in that, what was it, Ultron? Mm-hmm. But I just really love this because Monica's doing, you know, her best detective work mm-hmm. um, in this scene and just leads the whole thing all mm-hmm. the way until we go back to Wanda's world. Yeah. And AC, I know your ears perked up when she mentioned, what is it, that astrophysicist or astroscientist that she would be interested in this? I, I, listen, I, I don't know for sure. Are they talking Fantastic Four? That's, and Steph would know better than Steph would know better than me on this one because there's another character um, I think there's a there's a black character that the, that they could be referring to too because that's what oh, I kind of like. Saw. They could be talking about um, Blue Marvel. Um, I forgot my man's real name, but it's either him or Reed Richards. I would love it to be Blue Marvel because introduce another black character, please MCU. But um, probably Reed Richards, and I know like that's so obvious. But when has the MCU ever shied away from being obvious? <laughs> either either one of them. Um, or someone else yeah. new, who knows? Yeah. Or and then they br- they bring up the fact that uh, you know she they have a great argument, which I I love that they're having the arguments that we had of the pod in the show yeah. where um, that Wanda would have killed Thanos if he didn't you know launch all the other ships oh, at her. She, she had that motherfucker in the blender. He had to call for reinforcements. <laughs> like <laughs> like that motherfucker was shook, man. Mm-hmm. But they do point out that you know uh, the only other person who almost got him was Captain Marvel. Um, or as our good friend Mariano likes to call her, Captain Bree, and um, <laughs> that they both got the powers from an Infinity Stone. And I do, I honestly don't know what to read into it, but I think that Monica's reaction when Captain Marvel's name is brought up is interesting. And I don't know what it says, but it's it, great. There's something there. 
it says I don't know her. It says that I got smoked for whenever she comes back because obviously, you know, it's some static there and I don't know what it is. I know somebody tweeted this in a very terrible joke, but I laughed either way. And it's just like, she's probably mad because uh, Carol gave her mama cancer on a late night visit and probably oh. so. <laughs> God damn. So it was a, it was a terrible <laughs> joke, but I definitely laughed. Oh, so, <laughs> um, here's, here's, but I like it. Here, here's my theory. Um, and it, it all ties down to me thinking that vision is legitimately resurrected and not a fig, a, a, mm-hmm. you know, a figment of, of Wanda's mm-hmm. imagination because we saw the footage of her taking vision's corpse. Mm-hmm. You know, you take the corpse and you take the mind stone and Wanda yeah. magic, you could legitimately resurrect vision. I would yeah. think. And I think that they probably had a falling out because Captain Marvel was like, no, you cannot have the, the stone. And, and Wanda was like, fuck you. This is my mm-hmm. stone. This is my life. I'm getting my husband, my man back. And mm-hmm. I think that's probably where there's some tension there between them. Maybe. But I'm just still don't spit at the wall here, so we'll see. Yeah, I don't know. I think that I think we'll see in the next upcoming Captain Marvel movies because obviously there's a lot of ground between uh, what 1995 and uh, today. Um, yeah, maybe it oh. was that she ain't come back and visit. Like yeah. she ain't visit. She, she owed back child support. Yeah. She been going what? Since <laughs> exactly. It's like yeah, you you come back, you have amnesia, you get your memory back, and then it's like buy again. Like come on, that's rude. Oh, like the Cree don't love you like that. Come on. Um, <laughs> gonna hang out with scrolls. Um, anyway, uh, so Monica gets the idea of like if the actual reality is being changed, like if the substances, she goes to find her her like uniform and she sees that it is um, not her modern clothing. It's Geraldine's clothing. And she shoots at it. I just want to note that in movies and stuff, people have their guns way too easy to grab. She grabs Jimmy Woo's gun like it's nothing. And it's like, if she wanted to kill someone, they would have been dead. Anyway, she shoots it a bunch of times and they realize that the, even though it's old timey clothing, it is still like 80% Kevlar. So that means that Wanda's like manipulating the outside of it to become what she wants it to become. Um, which is, I mean, we don't know exactly what to make of that yet, but I think that is uh, interesting. Oh yeah, no doubt. Like it, it, it really kind of speaks to just in general, like we've always wondered, um, specifically in the movies, like how powerful is Wanda actually? Mm-hmm. We know like if you've been a comic book reader that she's incredibly powerful from what she's done. But seeing it actually play out on screen mm-hmm. like it has so far in the show, um, has really been like breathtaking to watch and really just like for a comic book fan, you just like you go nuts at it, like like we were about to get to that scene where where she comes out and that that is just she like it is it's, it's beautiful yeah perfect like well, her daddy it's, in that. it's yeah yeah it's it's like you know there's the running joke between you know thor and um and hulk over who's the strongest avenger mm-hmm. and i don't think Wanda's necessarily the strongest avenger like i don't think she's seeing thor and hulk on the bench press <laughs> but i do <laughs> think that she is the most powerful avenger you know what i mean because she came out that hex and was like Yo, y'all are lucky I just picked this small town yeah. instead of like this whole fucking world exactly. to control. She, she was like, you know, leave me the fuck alone, let me be, mm-hmm. or, or, be, or you know, before I take over all of this shit. And mm-hmm. that was like mind blowing to me. Well, it's exactly. the same with Thanos, right? Like Thanos like completely handles Hulk, but like it doesn't matter how strong you are if she controls your whole body. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. right. Uh, and so at the end of the scene, Monica has the idea of sending in something that, they, that won't change when it goes through. I just want to say that they are lucky now that they're in the 80s because there aren't, as far as I know, there were no remote control drones in the 50s. Anyway, um, we then cut to Vision back at his job at computational services, which I did miss because I thought the bits about that were very funny early on. Mm -hmm. And big news, 
the computational services finally has computers and they get emails. And I got to say, Norm's jokes about emails, all great. Loved all of them. Um, <laughs> we pulled out the letter opener of like, what am I supposed to put the stamp? Um, <laughs> but they do get it. They receive an email. And uh, Jerome, it's not something, it's not from my Nigerian prince. Who's it from? Wait, I actually do forget. Where oh, well, <laughs> in that case, I'm like, I haven't heard from Jerome in a while. Let me ask Jerome this question. No, no, uh, it's good podcast AC. hosting. AC? <laughs> <laughs> it you just reminds me of every time since, since i've been ever had email reading all the emails getting so far well i have i have one million dollars for you if you give me whatever, whatever. oh god so stephanie who, who said the email? yeah well who's the email from <laughs> oh it's from darcy it's from darcy, darcy. <laughs> it's from darcy uh and Sorry. it's it's not for them it's an email that was supposed to be sent among sword people um, and, uh, it's basically like talking about the hex and all the information about it. And there's a very creepy bit where all of the people in computational services all read it in unison. And I don't care what they're doing. If any group of people reads anything in the same time in the yeah, same that's voice, some cult shit, right? it's, it's always mm -hmm. scary. Yeah. For the children. For, for the children. For the children. Uh, but, and, but I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm glad you said for the children because, um, I've got a theory here, like, you know, mm -hmm. keeping it in, in that, that whole email scene, like, you know, when Vision, like, released um, Norm from, Norm, from yeah. Wanda's get spell, to that. right? Like, like we heard him talk about, you know, I got to call my sister. He's taking care of our sick dad. And I have a theory that since Wanda is trying to get over some trauma and some hurt here, that she can only control the minds of people who have experienced that. Ooh, and and ooh. all adults have experienced that. Very few children are, which is why I think there are no children in this town. Mm. Oh, good point. Damn. Yeah, I think it might be yeah, the, yeah. The, the, with the no children in the town. That might be. And, 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 and not to cut you off, we see how she cannot control her twins. Uh, I was going to do a dumb right, joke yeah. so you can cut me off. And yeah. if I, once I get in that tone of voice, uh, I'm doing a dumb joke. And I was going to say, I assume that there are no children for the same reason there are no children in the Elder Scrolls games because a game has to be unrated if you're allowed to kill children. <laughs> so that's why there are no children in those games. I remember reading that once. It's like, that's disturbing. I don't know why I said that out loud. Anyway, so uh, Norm, you know, visualize something's wrong with Norm. And uh, he puts his head on his head, his fingers on his hands, his head, and um, basically snaps him out of it. And it's seen that, I mean, I can't be the one that it felt very much like the Lakeith Stanfield photo scene in Get Out. Yeah where he snapped back to reality. And like you mentioned, uh, Tyler was like, I got to call my family. I, we, you know, we have to stop her. Yeah. And then, I mean, I'll be honest with you, I was, I'm with Vision most of this episode. It was really rude for him to zap him back. Um, but uh, yeah, Steph, how did you feel like that scene played out? And like, I, I thought, I'm gonna, I think this is one of those scenes that's like really, the way that this show like gives you jolts of like uneasiness is so amazing. I thought that was really fun. And, you know, scary. Been, that actor, um, I don't know if he can get an award for that, but he deserves one because he really brought the point home that, mm -hmm. um, you know, while Wanda is working through whatever trauma she is, the way that um, she's working through it is also still harming people. Right. So I think that moment is just like, you know, a reminder of that. Yeah. And again, not to necessarily villainize her, but just like, mm -hmm. it's 
all of this is messed up. Yeah. Oh, I'll, I will villainize her. Every episode, yeah. Wanda looks worse and worse and worse. Yeah, but. I was saying the same thing. <laughs> and 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 I, 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 the reason I think I'm so quick to villainize her is because I was, and I don't know, I forget if you were, Tyler. I was very much on the still on Daenerys' side until the episode, The Bells. And so mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm not going to do that again. I'm, <laughs> I, I made mistakes. I'm not, I'm not going to go down that road again. <laughs> we uh, have all learned some tough life lessons from this. Yeah, exactly. It's like, I'm not going <laughs> to, I'm, I'm not going to wait for Wanda to burn, uh, innocent people alive uh. <laughs> before I get off her side. Um, anyway, I, we got back to the house and uh, they're teaching Sparky some tricks. And um, there's a very interesting moment where uh, basically there's David disagreement where the kids say that point out Saturday, but Wanda's like, Oh no, it's Monday. Cause your dad has work. And it's like, no, it's Saturday. Mm-hmm. And she's like, Oh, he uh, had to go in cause we needed a break from each other. And I think that that's a really interesting way how she's like editing on the fly, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I also loved how how she tried to cut the credits when Vision was questioning her <laughs> and they were like arguing over the credits when she was like trying to cut that shit. I thought that That's was a wild scene. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's funny, like this is um, another example of the kids um, just bucking everything that she's saying. Like normally every she says something and people follow Vision doesn't follow mm-hmm. and the kids are not following either, which, no. you know, intrigues me about like who, you know, they actually are and what they're you know, what their makeup is um, mm-hmm. as we go forward. Uh, you know, is it, is it a whole devil thing that uh, get into that? And place? so I should I add to that. Like, no, I just like how it also, if you don't have the context of like everything that's happening in this show, that works as a sitcom moment mm-hmm. where like the kids are like, where's dad? Yeah. And, and she, and like, cause like she's basically like framing it as like, she's kind of taught like it could be just like a marital problem situation and like a very special episode again uh like that they would address it that way so like it just works on multiple levels that exactly like, you don't need it yeah and so this is also when she um mentions that uh she basically mentions her brother and that he's somewhere far away and that he she's sad uh that you know that she misses him and it is very interesting to juxtapose this of course from the scene where she you know yeets uh Geraldine out of the hex because she brings up Pietro um and of course uh the Sparky manages to escape from the front door um and uh, they've run after him but at the same time Monica is piloting the drone from the 80s so it didn't have to uh change and you know uh apparently Wanda great at camera angles framing the drone out of the shot you don't see it mm-hmm. um and I mean, AC, you've been suspicious of, uh, you know, Tyler Hayward this whole time. Mm. So what, what's he mm. up to? What's his secret plan here? Okay, so like, there's a couple of things that that I want to just get off the get off the base here. Speak on it. So, so once once the whole situation happens, and obviously everybody comes out to the to, to the edge of Westview, Wanda comes out full accent. And as somebody who's married to a Caribbean woman, when they speak in the accent, you already know what time it is. It's going to be a problem. So she came out ready for ready for war. But at the same time, she kept it kind of cool and calm. And she's like, listen, you try this again. It's, a, it's about to be a wrap for y'all. But at the same time, um, as I think about Tyler and as we get into this whole scene and, and as it's happening that she's explaining and then Monica's trying to talk to her and, you know, like calm her down and, and cool her out. Two things. One, this is a Stark Industries uh, Industries drone. 
Um, it makes me wonder how did they how did Sword get that? Did they just take it after Tony died or or whatever? It goes back to that episode where where we we get Monica talking to Tyler and Tyler's saying like, oh yeah, we're into robotics and nanotech and all that stuff. Nanotech, Tony Stark's armor in Infinity War and uh, Endgame, robotics, Vision's corpse. It seems like they're doing a lot more than what they're just saying on its own. So what a and I thought the other agency thing that we... in the MCU be doing nefarious things? That's impossible. <laughs> I, I mean, listen, that's where you get the whole Hydra slash aim potential connection with Tyler. And I thought it was very interesting that when Wanda is telling them, I have what I want and no one will ever take it away from me again. Mm-hmm. She looks directly at Tyler. As if this isn't the first time that they met. So um, I wonder if we're going to get a scene there so, at some point, like a flashback to when she entered the facility and did they have a meeting prior? So that, that intrigues me. See, I think, th- I, I just want to quickly, because we were jumping ahead a little round. So yeah, the mm-hmm. drone turns out to be armed and then Wanda basically gets it out of the sky and drags it out. And I like it. She's wearing her full Scarlet Witch regalia when she comes out and she has the accent. And any longtime listeners of this podcast know that I have some takes about her accent. I was very, very happy that she lost the accent because it was bad. And I'd rather the accent just go away out of nowhere than a bad accent. It wasn't as bad as Aaron Taylor Johnson's accent, but that's a really low bar. Um, but did you see that coming? Did you do they see that coming? Yeah, your career going down the tubes. Yes, I did. You're terrible. Anyway, um, oh, no. I'm sorry. I hate him. Honestly, he's one of my least favorite actors alive. I just cannot stand him. And I'm usually not that rude, but like it's like him and like Ansel Elgort are the two guys I'm actively I'm just rooting against. And that's not right, but I am. Anyway, um, so yeah, she comes out and she is very much she has the posture of a villain. Like I was gonna, I know they're supposed to be sympathetic to her, but it's, dark. Uh, it's yeah. very, very dark. And there's the moment, and I want you to talk about it a little bit this stuff because you know number one Monica Rambeau stand where she mentions that Wanda knew to trust her for some reason, and I was trying to figure out how I felt about this because it feels a little like on the one hand I'm like that feels kind of like flimsy, but it's also like what is it with Wanda's mind control? Like how would that work? Is there precedent for that where she can like subconsciously feel things about people like that? I want to say, no, yeah, she can actually. Um, so it would make sense that if we're going along the lines of that she can feel folks that have had grief, mm-hmm. then of course she'd be able to feel that Monica has gone through something, you know, such a substantial loss. But also like, I um, I still don't know what I can make, of, what to make out of that. Mm-hmm. Like why Wanda would know to trust Monica? Cause I don't know, like that's still a little, like that line was like, okay girl but you were taking a huge risk because i'm not really making yeah. that connection yet exactly yeah um, wanda wanda can read minds because i remember like age of ultron like ultron was like i can sense you trying to read my mind but i'm not human like you remember that, that was a dumb move yeah. for her she yeah. should have realized the guy's made a metal like i mean yeah i think that's what we yeah that as. yeah um, so, so 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 she probably read monica's mind so there was no ill intent there so that's why she yeah. didn't like off yeah but i think it's I, but I i think the important thing is it doesn't seem like she knew she was doing that um, in the same way that you, you feel, some people you feel like you can trust. Um, although maybe she just thought Monica had kind eyes. And you know what? Fair. Um, <laughs> that happens. Um, yes, AC, you have your finger up. You have a thought. Yeah, because it's like the other thing that I forgot to mention when I was talking before is that, again, we get the running theme that for whatever reason, they're trying to get, and multiple people are trying to get Wanda to use her powers more. Mm-hmm. 
Now, Tyler sending a Stark drone out with a missile. Wanda gonna eat that stuff up for breakfast. Like, why would he do something like like so dumb in general? And not and and, and I would. It's easy to think that it's like a dude who's just like a dumb uh, uh, superhero, supervillain, or something like that, which is the bad plan. But it feels like it, just like Agnes. Um, mm-hmm. Later, as we get in the kids, they're like, "Yeah, just use your powers. Just use your powers. Use this. Use this. Do this." Again, this CMBR thing, which I think eventually it's gonna, there's gonna be a huge like CMBR explosion. It's gonna give us Inhumans and all this other stuff. That's my my running theory on that. Um, it's we're leading towards that, and she's using this energy for a reason. Someone or something wants her to use this energy, and everybody's yeah. kind of like in league trying to get her. To the one it. thing I disagree with you on is I think that who, whatever Tyler's motives are, he's working for someone else because you don't cast that actor unless you want him to be a middle management douche. Like he's oh, he's I not agree. in control. I agree. He's not. I in agree. Control. He's a system. He so, yeah, he's a system. Um, so and he and I also I think you also don't cast. He definitely does not know the full of what's going on. Um, he thinks he knows what's going on, but he doesn't. Um, now I want to quickly. Um, talk about you know the flick of the wrist obviously ac you showed on twitter um and the <laughs> fact that uh tyler the fact you retweeted it was what made me say hey ac have ask tyler if he wants to be on the pod um <laughs> but uh that whole thing i am a huge fan of mind control making people do acts of violence and things i think that like Kilgrave is still like my favorite mcu villain even though he's not really in the mcu um i thought that was just bone chilling when like i legitimately didn't know whether or not those soldiers were gonna obliterate tyler hayward to pieces oh, yeah, yeah that's um, tremendous yeah now how steph obviously her powers are more substantial when she's creating this whole universe but i feel like this is like the most like stark pardon the pun use of her powers like just like create i don't know i didn't know how to describe it i just want you to talk about it no i just loved it because it reminded me of her dad well not a dad anymore but anyway no. her dad in my heart um mm-hmm. magneto because not even yeah, just yeah, in the comments but we've seen scene, yeah <laughs> Like, we've seen him do that before. So, like, that was just really dope that they yeah. mirrored that, whether they did it on purpose or not. Uh-huh. And then we get the uh, the ad, which uh, is for Lagos brand paper, t- paper towels. Because, of course, Lagos, the city in Nigeria that she made a mess and she needs to clean up. Uh, yeah. Pretty self-explanatory. Um, <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Um, then the Wanda and the twins are back in the neighborhood looking for Sparky. And... Um, Sure enough, they have see Agnes holding a dead Sparky, and apparently Sparky uh, died eating. The person in the neighborhood who they passed by. Oh yeah. Oh right. The oh, sorry, apologize. The mailman. Oh, what, what's up with that mailman, dude? What is his fucking deal? I have nothing on him. I don't have any type of theories on that guy. Okay, but I just well, want to say, Tyler, just, just, before you say anything bad about mailman, just know that Anthony Canton the third is a employee of the USPS. <laughs> continue. Right. Continue. Well, no, no, and like I mean, that was the case. Oh no, oh no, I, I'm, 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 I'm not. No, I'm, I'm not I'm Donald kidding. Trump. I'm not I'm waging war. No, <laughs> I just have no. I, I can't, I, I can't get a. Oh, I know, I know, you good, you good money. No, I'm kidding, I'm no kidding. Idea. I'm completely. I didn't think you were. I just thought that'd be funny to say. I apologize, yeah. Steph. You're making a serious point. No, I want to ask Jerome to bring up the point that he made earlier about residents. Um, you know, saying things but not really saying things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like in that situation there, like he is saying two things, like the same thing that can mean something both ways, where he is either talking about like what is happening in the episode, mm-hmm. but also what is happening to Wanda. And that is like something that Agnes started doing in this yeah. episode. And like other people are becoming mm-hmm. like intentionally or unintentionally self-aware about like the actual Wanda of it all. And 
um, if we're to believe that Wanda is controlling it, like she just might be talking to herself at this point. Mm. I mean, we all talk to ourselves sometimes, don't we? Exactly. Yes, we do. Mm. Um, and that man <laughs> has like a, sh- and that man has a shitty wig that we all know is a shitty wig. Like, what is that about? <laughs> like, he's not even trying to like hide that he's not really a mailman. I don't mm-hmm. get it, man. Yeah. Um. And so yeah, that's something yeah, I've something yeah. like I've got theories for a whole bunch of shit, but I have no theories for the mailman. So the dog is unfortunately <laughs> dead. It ate her azalea bushes, and um, the twins want Wanda to fix Sparky. Um, and you know, Agnes is a little it's confused. Dead. It's like, yeah, like reverse it. And she says that she tells them, Don't age up to avoid the grief, feel it. And then she says, You can't reverse death, which sounds like one of those think times where she you say something to other people when you're really trying to say it to yourself. Um, because yeah. as we know, she did reverse death for vision. Um, this scene's really tense because you genuinely, I did, genuinely didn't know if they were going to become like 15 year olds or something, you know, but 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 but. But th- but does Wanda believe you can't reverse that for living beings because Vision isn't right. a living being, technically. Mm. Like Vision gets reanimated. Is, is that like, something anything, that she feels strong? Vision just got placed in the and, character. Yeah, and exactly. exactly. Is it, and when she brought Pietro back, she didn't bring him. She she brought the different one back, and, not yes. the one from. She recast him. She brought the Fox one yeah. back. So. Exactly. Um, yeah. So yeah. Yeah. So um, then Vision shows up. And um, you know he's stressed out as hell. Very stressed out because he's he's on he's on to her, and they go back home, um, and uh, they have a you know conversation in the kitchen, and Juan is acting like oh you know the boys are gonna be all right. She's in full sitcom mode, and um, Vision is like basically like what are you doing? Stop! Like free Norm. He has a family, Um, and. This is where, as Tyler mentioned, where she plays the credits uh, to try to um, stop him from talking. I thought this was an amazing moment, honestly. AC, uh, talk a little bit about this. Okay, so like I was talking about earlier with the whole, uh, you know, reflecting on relationships and marriage and stuff. What was so cool about this, and again, Paul Bettany deserves all the flowers for this performance. This was excellent. I think what he what he you know exhibited there um, in his growing frustration is whenever you're in a situation where you don't want to necessarily pick a fight, mm-hmm. you don't really want to fight, but there's always that one time where you say, you know what, if I don't do it here, then I'm never gonna do it. Mm-hmm. They, they always say, pick and choose your battles, and this one he was like, yo, I'm I, listen, I'm going all in. I'm gonna talk about this and and make it a thing, and it's just generally frustrating. He doesn't know what's going on, but he knows that something is wrong. He's being lied to, and mm-hmm. just the way that he let those emotions out was just it it felt real and i know it's like a comic book uh show and stuff like Mm -hmm. that but it was it felt legitimately real there was anguish Mm -hmm. there was frustration it it, and it like encapsulated what sometimes a lot of us feel as like you know partners whenever we feel like you Mm -hmm. either we're being lied to or something along those lines or or there's some type of fight or whatever so like for on the macro on that level that was great but then it just makes it, and then Wanda, you know, dismissing it, trying to not face her grief, face the the face what's real in the situation is that you know she's messing things up, she's controlling everything, and you know as the scene goes into the other room and when Vision raises up, 
And then when she raises up, that's when I was like, oh boy. Okay, Ooh, and so Steph's got to pop out in a second. So I want her take on the scene. And then just, you know, whatever she's got on her plate that she wants to get out before she departs, uh, you know, to talk about WandaVision some more. No, um, it was just getting ready to go down in the Tanner house. That's all. Um, mm-hmm. It was a really great scene. <laughs> but I hate the jet on y'all. Um, I want to plug this and plug it hard, but um, my Monica Rambeau's story for Marvel Voice Legacy Absolutely. will be out on the 24th. What is that? Two Wednesdays from now? Sounds hey. about right. And, <laughs> and um, I also have some more Monica content coming to you all via Marvel. I can't say how, but um, that'll be on the way shortly. Mm-hmm. And that's just it. Oh, Living Heroes. I have more copies mm-hmm. of that. So if you like sitcoms, superheroes, if you love living single, then um, Living Heroes is for you. It stars Monica Rambeau, Storm, Missy Knight, and She-Hulk. So there you have it. And all that you can find at whysteph.com or my Twitter. at Absolutely. Steph, thank you so much for coming back. Yeah, seriously. All right. I'll uh, see y'all next Tuesday. Absolutely. Yeah, all right, sounds see like then. a plan. Take it okay, easy. Bye. So yeah, this Damn. fight scene is great. And they the, the bit where they start floating and stuff is... I. Basically, the thing that Vision says, which I think is very interesting, is he give he grants to Wanda like I don't I I'm willing to believe. I mean, I have to believe that you didn't know this was happening to start, but now that you do, you have to do something. And I think it's very interesting that you'd never really know in the scene. The episode keeps it unclear how much Wanda knows what's going on. And Jerome, I'm curious how. What do you think the answer to that question is at this point? I I, I, I feel like the whole series. I feel like the, I'm not to interrupt, but I feel like the whole series has kind of led us on to maybe Wanda is just so traumatized that maybe she doesn't know what she's doing because like the first episode they had the heart on the calendar mm-hmm. and neither one of them knew and we yeah. Wanda might have been playing along now that we know what she knows because she seems to be very conscious and very mm-hmm. you know aware of what she's doing here now. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. There's there's just this level of like whether something was kind of removed uh, in her memory in the process that almost maybe she was presented with this opportunity to take over the situation, but doesn't know how exactly she might've been presented with it or who might've presented it to her. Like she just can't, like she can't figure out where it started. Like that was the key thing for me in that moment where she's trying to figure it out. And contrary to everything that she was doing throughout the episode, where it was clear she was lying right through her teeth. Like this one here felt genuine. Like Mm -hmm. she has no idea. Like she knows what she's doing right now, but she has no idea how she like even got started in the first place. And that Mm -hmm. that's just the really interesting thing that's going on there. And I think a very interesting thing that in uh, exchange that happens is that um, Vision asks what's outside of Westview, and she says like very solemnly, like you don't want to know. And like that makes me wonder, like is it maybe he can't exist outside of Westview? Maybe whatever she's doing, uh, if you were to leave, he would die or. I, whatever I, there's can i add another thing to the vision thing too yeah. just because like, we were talking before and like it's uh two uh ac's earlier points um like one thing that i don't think we mentioned uh when they were talking breaking down the whole history of wanda and vision and like wanda stealing vision's mm-hmm. body is jimmy mentions that vision's living will stated that he did not want to be used mm-hmm. as a weapon correct who was using him as a weapon like the thing i mean like, they were painting it like wanda was stealing him away to that's a good point weapon that's a good but point. like the way that we're all seeing it framed out like how do we know how much of that is like wanda keeping vision from being used mm. as a weapon based on all the stuff that like ac was breaking down in terms of stealing the nanotech stealing mm-hmm. the stark technology like what is the ultimate weapon actually that stark put together 
But vision, vision, I I think vision is being used as a weapon here, and I think vision would see it the same way too. If yeah. right, if if, right. if 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 the happiness that Juan is trying to build involves him and hurting, all, you, you know, yeah. all these oh, other people, you know what I mean? Sure. Yeah, yeah, but like definitely yeah. not like in the direct way that we could have seen right. maybe right. sword actually right, right, like like, like him like, flying over cities, obliterating yeah. everybody and shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then at the moment of peak tension, where they're really at an impasse, there's a bing bong at the door, and wouldn't you know it, it's. Our good friend Quicksilver, this time played by Evan Peters, who is not an actor I actively root against. Um, and uh, hey, Darcy- let's, let's let's talk about how good Fox Quicksilver was, though. Oh my oh god! My god. Oh, yeah. The two the two yeah. main Quicksilver set pieces are the are the two of the best scenes in any superhero movie. Yes, like, that's so good. Oh my god, that character so one hundred percent And he, I I don't know what accent he's doing, but I love it. Where he's kind of almost like. Polly from Long Island of like, yeah. hey, yeah. your yeah, yeah. brother can't get a hug. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I love it. And, and AC, did you, how did Darcy phrase it when she looks at the TV? She, yeah, she goes, she recast Pietro? Great. There's mm. like this really stunned look on her face. Mm. And it was actually kind of so cool. And it was kind of like a nod to yeah, everybody yeah. who's right. been wondering right. about that. Yeah, it, um, it, it, it was definitely like a nod to the fans like, hey, we've got X-Men rights now, too. But I also yeah. think it might have been, you know, just a little like hint that we're opening up the multiverse here for like yeah. Doctor Strange mm-hmm. movies. And yeah. Shit. Right. yeah, yeah, it's, right. it's completely it, unclear. It's unclear whether or not he's just a guy that she's having play Quicksilver. If he's Quicksilver from another universe, if right. it's if or, she. Ch- yeah, or yes. or. Or, yeah, um, so this say. was brought up. Yeah, this was brought up to me by um, shout out to Ryan uh, Shakim the Dream, um, one of the homies. Uh, he said that what if this isn't actually Pietro and this is actually the villain of the show? Mm, um, okay. And and you know it makes sense. It makes sense from this perspective. Marvel's known for the fake out, and obviously you guys know how I feel about the fake out. Um, uh, so, so, so it's po- it's always possible that like either Nightmare, who's been the heavily rumored villain for the Doctor Strange movie, or Mephisto, who I've always we've always kind of been wondering about with all the devil references, um, in the early portion of the series, it makes me wonder if there if if he shows up there to kind of just like pause things a little bit because as he, he uh, Peters' character realizes that Vision is getting close to kind of like breaking the whole thing mm-hmm. open. We need Wanda to let this mm. keep going on a little bit longer. That's a good. That's we need interesting. More energy. And it more is convenient. I was thinking it was con- that it was convenient for Wanda to distract herself. But if you're saying that might be someone else trying to distract her, that's interesting. Um, yeah, now, I, no. I really, I really don't think Wanda is in control of that particular situation. So whether, yeah. like, it could be a thing because when they were like, you know, when Sparky dies, right, and they're <clears throat> talking about bringing him back, bring him back, bring him back, like. I think when you see how it comes full circle at the end, you wonder if, like, in Wanda's grief, she just brought back the wrong person Yeah. at that moment. But then, like, I, I do like AC's uh, point, and shout out Ryan uh, for that, too, um, that, like, it's not within her control, and that's something, like, the thing that is on top of everything else that is kind of keeping it in check. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's definitely an interesting way to end. And just so we can keep it moving, this is time for now... Tyler, you're in for a treat because you get to hear AC's <laughs> Easter egg corner. Yeah. Oh, I'm excited. Let's hear that no, shit. But, yeah, uh, exactly. Right. And, and, and it's funny right now. It changes my every week. The, 
my wife's in the room right now, so she's gonna hear this. Does and she know what you're? Like, she's gonna you make. Told her at all? Oh God! I just let, let, let him do it. Let him do it. Let him do it. Let him do it. All right. All right. And a one, and a two, and a three. The Easter eggs are not my lover. <laughs> she is the girl who said that I am the one. But the twins are not my sons. She know. says I am the one. But the twins are not my sons. Hey, <laughs> see, are you okay? <laughs> oh. Are you okay? Are you okay? The, look, the look I got, the look I got, she says, don't ever do that again. <laughs> I, you know, I'm a little more don't supportive of it, but. I mean, no, it's okay. I, it's a, it's it's okay. Like, listen, man. Um, I I have loved singing these these oh, tunes. I, I love he, I love hearing them. So, um, and it's the '90s next week. So, like, you know, I'm excited to see where you're gonna go. With. I love the commitment oh. to this bit to my terrible joke from like episode. One. It really was great. But anyway, AC, what are the Easter eggs? I I hate to keep it moving, but we gotta you know get to. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, so basically, and I want to kind of continue the theme uh, that Jerome brought about a couple weeks ago, where it's like let's go through the stuff that actually matters here. Um, you know, as I mentioned before, uh, the nod to Vision Quest uh, with the with the corpse being laid out as it was uh, when Wanda came to take it. Um, another thing, when Sparky uh, when Sparky died and apparently ate some flowers, there are flowers in the comic books that um, Agatha Agatha Harkness uh, uses that apparently allow you to see the future. But first, you got to murder somebody or something. So that dog is dead. I think Agnes killed the dog. Sadly. Oh yeah, Agnes definitely killed the dog. I think I. I mean, she definitely. I was obviously, she that. killed the dog. But I, my 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 running theory on that is that these flowers allow her to probably see into the future or whatever in the MCU's version of this um, will do to to continue to help her uh, complete whatever plan that she's doing. Cause clearly she's up to something with all the stuff that she did with the spraying the stuff on the kids, allowing them to grow and stuff like that. Um, that's one thing. Um, funny little bit with, uh, the, with the commercials, we've had four commercials thus far. They've all kind of had nods to infinity stones. Um, mm. one, I think, I think the first one was the toaster. That was kind of a nod to the mind stone. Obviously, Lagos, in the way that it was a mess, was kind of like the ether. Uh, the what, what was the second commercial? Or I know the third commercial was the Hydra soap and the was watch, the, the striker watch. It, oh, the, okay. So the second commercial the was the watch and and Strucker's watch, and that's kind of a nod time to the stone. time stone. Yeah. The cube, uh, the soapbox thing, nod to the Tesseract. So, so far, we've had four of these commercials. Uh, the rumor is on WandaVision is that the first six episodes are strictly sitcom and the last three are just full on MCU projects. So if so, six Infinity Stones, six commercials. Mm-hmm. So that, that, you know, that's something interesting to watch yeah. um, as we go on for the ne- for the next one. Um, I'm trying to think, is there anything else that's like... That's Tyler, like really now you step- said you're a big comic book. Did you recognize any Easter eggs or anything like parallels you want to bring up? Um, well, I did read the, um, the vision series by Tom King. So, you know, I don't want to spoil anything, but Sparky, Sparky, Sparky is going to play a big part here. I'll say that much. Um, 
but yeah, that's that's pretty much it. I, you know, I think AC hit on a lot of things, but mm-hmm. but yeah, just yeah. just know just know that Spark is going to play a, a pretty huge. Part. I mean, you know, gotta love to hear it. And um, yeah, so I think that more like we've been doing the last few times because this show has so many twists and turns and stuff. I want to know, starting with you, Tyler, what are your predictions for like w- w- one, what you think is going to happen generally, or a specific thing you think is going to happen, and then what are you looking forward to seeing how it plays out? Um. I need to know why Wanda is broadcasting this. Mm-hmm. That's my biggest question now. Like, I get the whole sentimentality, you know, that that's a track that's attached to sitcoms. Because growing yeah. up, we all, you know, envisioned the sitcom mm-hmm. life as how we wanted to live. You know, I get the whole sentiment, you know, the, the nostalgia there, you know, and the attachment mm-hmm. that's there. But I have no idea why she would broadcast this and put this out to everyone for her to kind of, you know, for people to pick up on that and and maybe mm-hmm. shut this whole shit down. So that's something that I'm concerned about there. Um, I am also, like I said, I'm concerned to see if Vision is legitimately resurrected. I do think that he is. So that's something that I'm very invested in, too. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm just interested in how this opens things up for the next, you know, for, for, for the next phase of the MCU. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, this this was a very ambitious endeavor yes. endeavor to, yes. to get fans to say, mm-hmm. hey, I know that we just completed the most ambitious endeavor in the history of film. And this is where we're starting off on the next phase. And we're yeah. probably going to lose a lot of people here, but we're willing to put the dice off, you know, roll the dice that the payoff is going to be worth it. So, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I have full faith in it that it's going to yeah. blow our socks off once, mm-hmm. once we get that finale. But yeah. Jerome? Um, so in that fun little bit where uh, they were talking about who's more powerful and who took on Thanos. So we know Scarlet handled Thanos and then they suggest Captain Marvel came close too. Mm-hmm. I don't think we're going to see Carol in this. So I'm wondering, are we going to see Monica power up to a point that she might be mm. the only foe available for Wanda in the series? Mm-hmm. And now what, I have a question, Joe. Who took on Thanos? Do I have to? Yes, you uh, do. Yeah. <laughs> War Machine, played by Tara Tower, tucked okay, on great. Thanos. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Right. That's, you know, it's running bits. It's a running, running bit bits. at this point. Yeah, well, he, because what he did is he one time photoshopped, you know, where Tara Tower says next time about the War Machine suit. He made a Photoshop where it says, let's get Thanos underneath. And it's very funny. It makes me laugh every time. I mean, uh, like, I, I should complain, but I'm also the person who re edited the like recasting from this episode to cut to Terrence Howard watching it on a television and then walking yeah. away saying next time. Also, as if you're not the person who always tees up AC to talk about Iron Man 3. Like, I, I tee you up once and you're mad I, at me. I was on my um, best behavior this one. I know That's AC true. Let, I know. I, 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 and that wasn't me trying to tee up. That yeah. I wasn't trying to tee up. AC, I want you to talk about what you're excited to see and what you think is going to happen. <laughs> um, You know, again, I, I you know, I've said this a lot and, and I'll continue to say it. Both Wanda and Vision, like the central figures in this show, their relationship has been really, really interesting. And the way that it's played out on screen has been legitimate. Like it's legitimate issues. Yeah. It's legitimate problems. So mm-hmm. legitimate emotions. Mm-hmm. Uh, I Seeing Wanda like slowly, and somebody even mentioned this on the recaps, like where they go previously on WandaVision, like her voice, each episode has gotten more like sober, more mm-hmm. morose. Uh, to to a degree and I think that's like a nice touch on what's kind of like what's happening to her as this reality is breaking around her that you know she's getting becoming more unhinged and I want to see I want to see that I want to see badass Wanda continue based on no information whatsoever AC just because you mentioned like the development over that time I had this thought of like 
Has anyone yet taken a natural deep dive into the sitcom openings and not just like looked into the change in genres, but if there is something that is actually changing in the season? Yeah, the answer is yes. I can, if, if yeah. it has someone done a deep dive into insert MCU thing, the answer is yes. I don't know where it is, yeah. but they have. I don't know what it is, but like there might be something in there like, that's yeah. cluing into like what's going on. I will, yeah, say, I, mean, I, mean, I will say that 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 someone pointed out, like in the first episodes, like the I Love Lucy type mm-hmm. thing, they they did a pan up, you know, going through the house, and we saw the Grim Reapers helmet in there. And yeah. right. you know, someone, yeah, you know, yeah, one, yeah. Of the, one of those someone's yeah. is is our very own Anthony Count on third. That was, I think, in the ah, original. Ah, that was in the original Easter egg yes, corner. Yes. Uh, uh, yeah. But yeah, um, AC. I apologize. Um, did you finish the things you're looking forward to, or? Um, yeah. okay. Well, no. I just wanted to also say, like, um, eventually seeing kind of like what what's Tyler's motivations and what is he up to and um, Agnes, because it feels like those two, it's still very vague on as to what they're actually doing, but it's pretty clear that they're doing something that's heavily involved in the main plot. So but both players who yes. haven't shown their hand yet. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't think that, you know, someone with, you know, someone like, like, like Tyler, who's with an agency that he's with, like he would not kill Wanda. Who's this fucking powerful to save 1100 people yeah you know what i mean like yeah. I, i'm sure he knew that drone strike was going to fail or whatever mm-hmm. and this is all part of his plan so yeah yeah, yeah that's the mbr man remember that cmbr is about to be a whole explosion i don't know when it's going to happen but it, it i feel like that's where we're headed there and the thing that i'm wondering about and i'm looking i, I don't have any predictions because you know famously my role in this podcast is i know the least about anything um okay the least about marvel comics other stuff that probably you know dumb ephemera yeah but uh i want to know what to do with the kids are like are they real and like how real are they and not just because and tyler i apologize because this is one of my other things what does it mean if they are real what does that mean in terms of what vision's working with downstairs like what is he does he have actual (laughs) sperm because if so why are they not half robot i'm serious because or are, are they like are the kids entirely clones of wanda and if so how is their dna different like did she like make their dna slightly different like how i I just have questions about how their genetic makeup works if if Vision is involved, and if so, once again, why are they not half metal? And if he isn't involved, what's the deal with that? Yeah, that's something I, I question too. Yeah, <laughs> because, the because time, in, in, yeah. in the Vision series, I was telling you about Vision made a whole family of visions. You know yeah, what I mean? Synthesoids. So, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. So, so 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 the whole human aspect goes before Luke on this. Because for uh, for like a year and a half, uh, Tyler, I asked every guest that came on whether or not they thought Vision had a penis, and if if so, <laughs> if so, why? If, the thing <laughs> so, I was asked was if so, why? But you have to keep in mind to, the body of Vision was made by Ultron, and so if he does have a penis, that means that Ultron was like, "I'm making the perfect body. I'm gonna have a penis," and that's weird. It's <laughs> weird if he did that. If Vision has a penis, that would mean that there would have to be. Like you know, penises are are utilitarian. You know, they're they're for a purpose. Like there would have to be a female well, vision is, out well, there. Well, I, I, the thing is though, Paul Bettany in an interview did confirm like coyly that he does. So that's this mm. that case is settled. <laughs> that is a settled like, thing. And so now to the you nature know, that's a different story. But just like vision, like like he can manifest a cape. He doesn't necessarily always need to right. have a penis. Like if it, and that, okay, and that brings up and that brings up a very important question. That maybe he imp- can manifest in a, a pregnancy and some sperm here. Maybe he can, but I, I think an important question though is if he can manifest a penis. Obviously, you don't want to make one that's small, but right. like you don't make if he's manifesting one, it can't be too big because that's just like really man. You're just like you're gonna manifest one that's like twelve <laughs> yeah, inches. Like go fuck yourself. Look what are you doing? You know, you got to be modest. Um, I feel. I feel like. I feel like I feel like Vision is so 
is so just in tune to 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 Scar um, um to Wanda that he was yeah. like, what what penis size would be most optimal for you? Is this an adjust on the fly situation? Is this like a mind stone like reading yeah. into ahead of time? Like, oh, okay. I know, I think I know he, what thing is he doesn't feel like physical pleasure. So yeah. Whatever he but, does but he's, is all about he's her. So, yeah, he's so emotionally intelligent that he would pick the right penis that wanted. One hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's and even and while we were still having the debate the whether or not he had a penis, whether yeah. or not we when we were debating whether or not he had a penis, we have like established that if he doesn't, like it's a given that he is like incredibly a generous lover. Like he is. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Whatever she wants. Uh, anyway, um, so with that in mind, before we close out, there is a related question that I posed on Twitter. That Jerome, I was going to save this for when we talk about Falcon and the Winter Soldier, but Jerome wanted to talk about it this week. I a year ago tweeted this and I forgot about it. And then I quote tweeted Shout it out by the saying, Super Bowl trailer. It looks exciting. Yeah, but that like, I said that I'm going to bring this up on MC University. And if AC leaves the Zoom, that's his choice. But that's on you, ma'am. Important question. And oh, no, Tyler, I'll start with you. What arm does the Winter Soldier jerk off with? <laughs> <laughs> That's the wildest question. It's a fair Bro, question. He, he, look, I feel I feel like like jerking off is simulating sex. We don't bone titanium woman. We bone woman of flesh and skin. That's so. an interesting. Okay. I, that's yeah. kind of what I thought. Too. I'm, 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 a, I'm sure that titanium arm can get can get him some like. Well, no, like, he might like now. It's vibranium. Nah. Now it's vibranium. Like, vibranium, though. yeah. Because the, the thing okay. I'm worried about is that I think that he would want. My mind's like, okay, he'd want to use the metal arm because it won't get tired. It will like it auto is an automatic stranger. You know, he doesn't have to sit on it. You know, um, but I, the thing I, I worry a, about I is that it's, about that, one. that it's so cold. He might not be able to keep you know an erection because it's so cold. It shrivels up. That's like I'm right. worried about. Okay, <laughs> wait, wait, wait <laughs> could I kind of just yeah. So yeah. just because you mentioned like the vibranium and all that, so and the stranger aspect to it. Mm -hmm. So considering it's an arm made of borrowed Wakandan vibranium. Do we call the act a Ulysses claw? claw? <laughs> that's 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 messed up. I'm not familiar with that. That was too deep. Well, Ulysses Claw, you know the and the one who stole vibranium. Stole the vibranium. Oh, the, the Ulysses metal. guy from yeah, okay. yeah, 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 gotcha, yeah, yeah, gotcha. yeah, yeah. Um, but okay, so I'll, like, no, I'll tell you this: if he it it still is like it is a technically colonization if he does use the vibranium. At, at that point, it's not great, um, but it is so. Like so, there's a couple things that you would have to like factor in at this point, and this is even like a Steve Rogers question at this point because both of them got a super soldier serum. Mm -hmm. So the first thing you're gonna have to think about when you're using your regular hand is mm -hmm. knowing your own strength. That's true. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's, that's well, yeah, because I mean, the last thing you want because like that. even if you're going with the regular hand at that point, mm -hmm. yeah, like yeah. like, like, like you, your you your regular strength is amplified. Yeah. So yeah, that's this that's a deadly game you're playing there. Yeah, sure and this is why. Super this is why I said earlier. I was like, <laughs> and I had said this yesterday. I was like, I can't see him using the titanium arm. And also, if you see how Bucky looks in the trailers, he don't look happy. He always looks upset. I feel like that yeah. thing went left, literally, yeah, probably. Yeah, he tried to use it and it went I south. Mean, I think, but like, I think that's okay, my. I think the answer for sure is like at some point there was a point of curiosity. You can't mm -hmm. just be like living in your oh, one yeah. bedroom apartment alone, trying to eat every plum to remember who Steve Rogers is, without mm -hmm. at least like some nights being a little bit lonely. Oh, absolutely. And I mean, and he, under, he and the thing is, I don't know what his thing is. I don't know what fetish you develop when you're constantly put under and like given electroshock therapy. But the internet has it for him. You know, so he can yeah. find whatever it is. He can find it. Oh, um, I will add. I will add that in this series, apparently, we will meet Bucky's granddaughter. So you know, obviously, he got down somehow. 
That's fair. Honestly, yeah, from yeah. what we know about like the past with like people's granddaughters, grand nieces, or whatever, I just hope to God that Falcon doesn't try to have sex with her. I mean, like it's it, we it was a problem with Agent Thirteen. I just I don't need that. I don't I don't need all that. Um, but yeah, so that's this, uh, this is not like an old boy remake. And there's your Falcon in the Winter Soldier trailer analysis. Yeah. And now, and I also <laughs> think that this is really nice. I, I wanted to have this shortly after AC's Easter egg corner because I feel like. Our, this podcast is a constant tug of war between the podcast being you going over Easter eggs and me being like, okay, the movie's whatever. What hand does he jerk off with? Fair question. When you, when I saw you at- like, We always find a happy medium. As a background here, like I normally walk into any of these podcasts with like zero notes. I just like go wing it. But once I saw your tweet, I was like, I got to take notes. I got to really think about this yeah. in a very serious And I, I just want to say that Zach Harper had some good thoughts. What he said, say? what's the point of having a metal armor if you're not going to use it? That's... And then when AC pointed out he might have like used it too hard, he said yes, but he's already pot committed at that point. Yeah. At that point, it's really just a matter so of... So I'll, like... I'll say this. In the same thing about Vision's penis, we won't know until Sebastian Stan says on the record. And I don't think he's going to because it's a lot like, you know, it's hard to... I don't know what interview is going to be like, hey, uh, what hand do you want to jerk off with? Unless so which we hand get does credentials. Unless we get credentialed, if anyone can make that happen, uh, we'll be credentialed for one interview, and then I'll never get credentialed yeah, again. Yeah, that, that one interview only. Yeah. Um, I think my general answer to that is he's definitely done it, but we can never answer the question of whether he enjoyed it. That's good. Yeah, I don't know if he's enjoyed it. Listen, I feel like them trailers show you that he never did. No. That's no. that's <laughs> always looking like this. Mm. Always mad at Sam. Yeah, that means like he could have done it, because like if you, if you went through some like metal mishap, Mm-hmm. At that point, like your you whole happy. like year is fucked up. At that yeah, point, that's it's true. not even just like you're coming to work a little miserable the next day. Exactly. And on that note, I want to thank everyone for tuning in. I mostly want to thank first Stephanie Williams again, and then Tyler, aka Dragonfly Jones. Now I know you got a new show. It's got the same name, but it's on a new network. Yeah, Tell everyone yeah. about it. Jenkins and Jones, man, we're on the uh, Colin Cowherd's Volume Network. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Music. Just search that Jenkins and Jones shit. Appreciate y'all for having me on, man. Oh, no problem at all. It's honestly a, a huge. Oh yeah, you always welcome, bro. Always. Yeah, I mean, sure, you've like, sure. if I were to do my top hundred tweets, you've got probably five of them. <laughs> I actually, I'm, we don't my talk older about bro- dicks every yeah. episode. Just my before. older brother actually was on Twitter. He used to be on Twitter forever ago. Not forever ago, but. Uh, <laughs> I this morning when I when I learned you're coming on, I sent him the uh, Jason Whitlock hat tweet, and I said, <laughs> and I said, guess who we're having on our pod today? That is legit my single favorite tweet. I that one is so, uh, so funny, tweeted, bro. I'm, I'll be honest, the phrase "the white man's TV." <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. I, I feel like I put so much attention to the details and everything, <laughs> and everything on that fucking tweet. Yeah, I love that tweet so much. But yeah, and shouts to, of course, got, I mean, I, he has in the background. I got shout out. Shouts to the North Carolina A and T Aggies. Yes. Um, and uh, Jerome, where can people follow you? Uh, you can find me at Distant Dragonfly Jones, cousin Black Dragon Roll. Yes, two dragons. <laughs> okay. um, yeah. Uh, and AC, where can we follow you? You can follow me at Anthony Canton underscore three. Yes. And uh, you can follow me at the Jay Christie. I do another podcast with my good friend Andre Barrera where we talk about the USA Network original series Monk called No Funkin' Strictly Monkin. If that's your bag, I mean, at this point, you already already listened to it. There's only like probably five people who've ever listened to MC who also were fans of the USA Network <laughs> original series Monk. So, you know, if it's... But, but, but uh, M- Monk's there was like, he was like a germaphobe and shit, right? He's a obsessive compulsive. Obsessive uh, compulsive, okay. Yeah, yeah, but like germaphobe is like, that's like saying that 
uh wanda hat can do like telekinesis yeah. like that's barely it's way yeah, more it's, than it's, that just, it's, because yeah. i'm a germaphobe but i'm not obsessive compulsive so no i, I hey i'm we're a perfect pair because i'm obsessed compulsive but not a germaphobe um shouts <laughs> to uh spectrum man. yeah exactly i mean it's a spectrum anyway <laughs> uh tune in next week as we talk about another episode of wandavision uh this time with less talk about penises probably unless i come <laughs> up with something else once again though seriously thank you for listening rave subscribe etc 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 bye-bye